Hello everybody! Welcome back to Moonlight Madness. I'm your host as always, Brian Brian Dash, and uh I have just gotten a uh, or have just read a text I got from my buddy, the Wolf Brothers, and he has made a suggestion to me privately about doing a uh doing a little uh story I've done I think I haven't done since season one. Wow. And uh even though this is my least favorite story I've done on my podcast that's appropriate that is. Uh well I'm like what the heck, why not just go and do it? <sighs> Sorry. How'd you know I just up? Anyway. So I'm gonna do that for you. Sebert, relax, and enjoy the story of Dusty and Delilah. As the steps of Dusty went through, looking at every cook and cranny, as Delilah hid in the shower. Where are you? Don't be afraid. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm your friend. Dusty was saying. He already knew where Jelada might be. He heard her breath. And she breathed fast. Scared out of her mind. Let's see where I can find her. Maybe. Then he heard a voice. Are you still gonna scare her? It was the ghost of the four children he murdered. But, of course I'm gonna scare her. I'm like, kill an animatronic. When an animatronic or not, you're still a killer. I think you're fine, right? Look, I told you all. I regretted that as soon as I made the decision. Yes, but that doesn't change our fate, now, does it? Monster, monster. Always a monster. But you are shut up. We can't. And you are stuck here. As our souls are. I said shut up. And he yanked back the shark and... Found ya! She screamed and began to cry. Dusty said, Delilah, what's wrong? Why do you have to scare me every single time we play hide and seek? Delilah, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what comes over me. Here, let's take you downstairs and we'll give you some milk and cookies and I'll tell you a story. That's it. I would like to hear one of Foxy and his old stories that I learned over the years. Okay. So, Dusty picked her up, took her downstairs, made milk and cookies, and told her a story. Not more than after he got done making the cookies and laying on friend Delilah, did Nate run downstairs. Delilah! Delilah, what's wrong? Did he hurt you? No, Dad, no. We're just playing hide and seek, and he just scared me a little. 
You... Why do you keep on tormenting my daughter? Nate, calm down. It was just a game. Well, I don't think it's a game anymore. I think you might be one of those kids that was murdered in the pizzeria. I guarantee if we take off your faceplate, we'll just see the dead corpse of a child. Nate! I am not one of those children! That is a myth! Not true! If you want to see behind my plate, here. <sighs> His faceplate lifted up. It is empty inside. True, there were some curious red stains, but even though Dusty smelt like a dead corpse, he was not a dead corpse inside. My mistake. Nate said, grumbling. Nate, if you ever make that mistake again, I'm gonna... What? He looked at Delilah. I'm... I'm... I'm gonna ask you to please reconsider and remember this scenario. So this doesn't happen again. He wanted to say, if you ever say this again, I'm going to kill you like I did the four kids. But then again, he knew that if that happened, Delilah would surely hate him. And Nate, well, he figured out Nate already knew. And then what would he be in life? Alone forever. With no more friends and no more family. He'd just be alone. But so, he decided to come up with a lie. Which is what he, I just told you. Nate said, whatever, freak. And he walked away. Bye-bye, Nate. Have a wonderful day. And then Delilah will stay here. And I'll keep her safe. From harm. Nate went and walked away. So, Dusty, what you wanted to do now? Well, I heard you screaming last night as I stood in the hallway. You want to tell me what happened? Oh, um, nothing much. I just had a nightmare. A nightmare? About what? Oh, it's not important. Delilah, tell me. What was your nightmare about? Nothing, Dusty. Was it about me? But what did I do in the nightmare, Delilah? Tell me, what did I do? Nothing, Dusty. Dusty grabbed her by the wrist and lifted her high. Delilah, tell me, what did I do in this nightmare? Dusty, stop! You're hurting me! Dusty immediately set her down gently. I'm... 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 I'm, I'm sorry. Delilah. I, I... I didn't mean to... I'm... I'm sorry. It's okay, Dusty. At least you didn't break my arm this time. Of course not, Delilah. I... I I'm sorry. Hey, I, I, I didn't mean to.
Delilah's point of view. When Dad was accusing Dusty, he was part right. Dusty was dead, and there was a body in the seat. I had took out before Dad took Dusty home. But, however, it wasn't a child. When I found Dusty, I took off the face mask, wondering what was inside. I saw metal bits, gears and wires, all intact, with a dead corpse inside, or a severely injured corpse. The corpse looked at me and said, Help me. Help me. Little girl, help me. Who are you? I asked. Billy Bob Bakerman. The murderer. Who are you, little girl? Delilah. Delilah. That's a he died. So I took the body out and hid it deeper. I believe it was in the parking service room. I saw a golden bear, too. I remember the old commercials of Teresa, but I didn't want to take Teresa for some reason. I wanted wanted Dusty, the dust-covered bunny. Dusty was always my favorite. My sister, who had disappeared in the pizzeria. Well, legend says that she became a fox known as Foxina. She loved Dusty, too. Dusty broke her arm one time by accident, and... She said, it's alright, Dusty, I forgive you, and Dusty hugged her. But Dusty's suit wasn't always empty. And I'm wondering, was Dusty, was the soul of the murderers in Dusty? Or, no. If Dusty was to kill her, he would have killed me a long time ago. He's a wonderful, wonderful little bunny. And by little, I mean a 7 foot, 2,000 pound animatronic bunny. Later that day, Delilah had a friend come over. Nick! Bye, Dusty! I'm going outside. I'll come too. No, Dusty, you know you can't be seen outside. Delilah, where are you going? Tell me, he said cheerfully. I'm going outside to play with Nick. Nick? A boy? Yeah, he's a friend. But, but, but I'm your friend. Of course you are, you idiot. But Nick's another friend. Hmm. Well, how come he doesn't come over? He's coming over. Outside. 
why does he just come inside and play video games, you know? Dusty and Dusty laid in front of the walkway, in front of the door where Delilah can leave. Dusty, move! Sorry, Delilah, but this floor is so cozy, I don't think I can get up. Dusty, move now, you idiot, or I'll move you. Delilah, I'm a 7-foot, 2,000-pound animatronic. I would love to see you try. Delilah yanked and pulled. Come on, you idiot. She pulled and pulled and pulled. And Dusty didn't move. Dusty said, <laughs> Oh, don't give up, Delilah. Keep on going. You may be able to drive me a few more centimeters. That's when they heard a knock. Delilah. Delilah. It's me. Nick. Can I come in? Oh. Yeah, you can come on in if you like, said Dusty. Dusty, don't be so mean. Come on. Nick walked in. Whoa, is he one of those haunted animatronics from that old pizzeria? No, I'm not. I'm just an animatronic. Yeah, he's just a little idiot. He's nice. That's good. So, uh, when'd you get him? Twelve months ago. Oh, a year. Oh, that's when you first moved in. You had no friends, and everyone thought you were a weirdo, and no one hate loved you, and everyone hated you. Yeah. Then. So you found an animatronic to be your friend for you. Actually, that's kind of cool. I wish I thought that when I moved in. What about your dad? Mike, um, well, that's just it. Me being born from some random, weird, odd way from two anima from one animatronic and a night guard is kind of weird. What do you mean? Well, you know how my father is, you know, he was a guard at. Foxy's Fantastic Pizza World, his name, you know, Mike. Now they're in trunks called Mikey. Oh, yeah. Well, my dad, he fell in love with a girl one time and they died. Him and his daughter did. So, he ended up marrying my mom. My mom's name was and still is because he took her home when the pizzeria was closed. Clover. Oh, the colorful fox? Yeah, I mean, she's real nice and my dad says that she is a stone fox, pun intended. But, uh, it just seems kind of weird that he married an animatronic. You know, a hun living thing. Well, all animatronics in my personal opinion are alive. Like Dusty, he was meant to perform, but now we play hide and seek and tell some stories. He's really good in the kitchen and multiple other things. 
Oh, so he's like your animatronic nanny. Uh, sort of, I guess. Okay, um... So, what do you want to do? Have a your plain side. We have tons of you games. I tell you, son. You better let Tyler win every single one. Dusty's have fun if he lets me win. After all, you never do. Dusty shrank back. That is true. So, Nick and Delilah played video games, and every here and there, they would ask Dusty if he'd like to play. Dusty said, Oh no, I'm good. I just, I just want to watch you two play. As he thought of his older days, when he was human, when he was a killer. How much more simple life must have been back then, he thought, but quickly showed the sights away. Later on, Nick and Delilah came home. Well, not Delilah, but uh, Nate came home. Nate came home. He walked over and heard Dusty singing a lullaby. Goodbye, Delilah, and the treetops. After Delilah fell asleep, he walked out. Hey there, Nate. Look, I know Delilah likes you, but I might take you back to the pizzeria soon. I don't feel safe with you around my daughter. I don't want you around her ever again. Nate, calm down. It's no big deal. I am fearing for her life. She's not safe around you. I don't want you near her, me, or my daughter ever again, okay? There's just something about you I don't trust. Nate, I'm warning you. If you take the Lila away from me, I'm gonna kill you and then... And then her. Nate's mouth fell open. Got a deal, Nate. Nate nodded. Yeah, yeah Dusty, we, uh, we have a deal. After Dusty went back to his charging port, Nate walked into the room. Did I look wake up? Is it dead? Is it more now? No. Why are you going to bed so early? I have an idea. How about we do something we haven't done in a long, long time? What is it, Dad? We'll go out for ice cream, okay? We'll get any flavor you want. Then we'll drive back home, pop some popcorn, and we'll binge watch all your favorite shows. How's that sound? Wow, that'd be awesome, Dad. What's the occasion? <laughs> occasion? There's no occasion. What else am I, how else am I supposed to treat my wonderful little girl? You are perfect. Delilah frowned and said, Mom didn't think so. Nate laid his hand on Delilah's shoulder. We don't have to talk about her. Come on, let's go.
Where are you going? Dusty said. Nothing that concerns you. We're just going out for ice cream. Oh, uh, can I come too? Of course you can. What? Delilah, no. There is no way he can come along. I don't even know if you'll even fit. Nate. Remember our little agreement? On second thought, I'll make room somehow. And he did. And Dusty went with him. After that, they ordered ice cream for all three of them. They freaked out the clerk after she saw Dusty in the back seat. They drove back home, put in a few of Delilah's favorite movies until Delilah, filled, filled with ice cream and popcorn, fell asleep. Nate carried her in bed, kissed her on the forehead, and covered her up. And then Nate began to walk back, and Dusty stopped him. Nate, I just wanted to say, it was really nice of you to let me come along with you. Um, I'm sorry about what I said earlier. Maybe one day, um, you should forgive me, and we can go back to like things used to be normal. Just with more friends and less enemies. <coughs> right? You threatened to kill me and my daughter. And, it's, and you think a simple I'm sorry is going to change all that? Things will never be the same again, Dusty. Hey, please calm down. I just want to say I'm, I know what you're trying to say, but I'm a little sorry it's not going to fix that. I hope God puts you in the seventh deepest part of hell. And Nate walked away. Too bad, Nate. Dustin mumbled. Too low, where Nate couldn't hear. I really thought we could be a good old-fashioned family. After a few more days, he went to go visit Nick and asked him, Nate. I'm a killer animatronic. Oh, I know that. You do? Yeah, they said back in the day that a gold bunny suit was missing from... I don't even know. But, uh, why don't you tell Delilah? Because if I tell Delilah, she'll freak out and she'll have nothing to do with me anymore. Look, she's going to find out eventually. You have to tell her. I mean, isn't it better to live a good, happy life than fearing all that might happen if she finds out? Nick, I can't tell her. Tell you what, I'll invite her over, okay? And we'll all play together. After that, I'll go and get lemonade, okay? And then you can tell her and tell her that you're not like that anymore. Okay? No. Come on. The longer you wait, the harder it's going to be to tell her. And she's going to find out eventually. Wouldn't you rather her know that you told her that you used to? 
and then that you don't want to do that anymore? I mean, you haven't hurt her in a year. And if you were actually still a killer, you would have hurt her long before then. Not to mention, she trusts you with her life. She never left your side, ever. That has to be a point of trust, no matter what you've done. I mean, she told me she found a dead body in the suit. And t- let me tell you, if she found some dead thing in the suit and still let you hang around with her after she found out that the guy she found in the suit was the actual murderer, there's a good chance she may already know. Alright, alright. I'll, I'll consider it. Alright. But remember, the longer you wait, the harder it's going to be telling. If you don't tell her and she finds out on her own if she doesn't already know, it's going to hurt her even more. And then she might actually be scared of you. Alright, I'll get Delilah and bring her over here. Okay. Bye, Dusty. Bye. You trying to hurt her too? What? Of course not. Why not, you hard ass? That was different. You know, you never told us the story. What possessed you to harm us? If I tell you, will you give me a moment's peace? Like you will consider it. Me and my wife divorced. I had no children. I wanted... I wanted a family. So, me and my buddy, Dave, we all performed in this animatronic suit together. He was Teresa and I was Dusty. Alright. Continue. They said. Well, one day I forgot to check on the spring locks. And my buddy perished. He was crushed and destroyed and mangled in that suit. Because they got too loose and then snatched closed. After that, they moved me to the night shift. Which was horrible. The reason I performed on the day shift was because even though I had no kids of my own to come home with me, I would have a family during the day. All those kids. But then I found something odd. My friend's suit, even though no one was in it, began to move. I thought that was my chance. Considering they denied me adoption, me being a lone male, I realized what my choice would have to be. I wanted two, two girls and two boys. So I killed two boys and two girls. I shoved one of them in Wolfie, one in Dustin, one in Chelsea, and then my favorite day-to-day customer, the one I love the most, into Foxina, the star of the pizzeria. But the moment 
I did that even though no one ever suspected me. For the longest time, I've always regretted that decision. Every single day of my life, I have regretted that decision. And the way you show your pain and torment is by killing all of us. I told you! If I found another way, I would have chose the other way. I have been living with that guilt for years. This is my true hell. And yet you are still the devil of this hell. I thought you said you would stop tormenting me if I told you the truth. We did. We said we told you we'd consider it. It's been considered. You have caused us more pain than joy. You deserve everything that we are going to haunt you with. If we can't hurt you physically, we can still break your mind. And they faded away. The next day, Delilah and Dusty went to Nick's house. They began to play tag, but Dusty was it, and he was running after Nick. Then, Delilah ran right past him, and he realized he should grab Delilah. He ran and tried to touch Delilah. He did. A little too hard. He accidentally pushed her down. And she fell on her face. Delilah went. What? Oh no. Delilah, I'm sorry. Oh, Delilah, please don't cry. Delilah began to laugh. <laughs> I thought it would have been fast enough. I didn't know you could catch, catch me that fast. She began to laugh. That's good, Dusty said, now realizing that she wasn't about to cry. Then they all began to laugh. Then, something happened. After they were done playing, they went home. And... Nate went to Delilah's room and shut the door and leaned over and whispered to Delilah, Delilah, we have to leave right now. What do you mean, Dad? Delilah, we need to leave. Get your things as fast as you can and then come with me. Put in the car. Get in the car. And then we are going to drive away. What about Dusty, Dad? Delilah. I did some research. Dusty is the man who had murdered all those children. And considering he's doing things he's not programmed to do, like baking and stuff. Delilah, the soul of the murderer is still in his body. We got to get out of here. He said to me this. We're in the hallway. When I told him that I didn't trust him, he said, if you take Delilah away, I'm going to kill you and her. Delilah, we have to go. We have to go right now. He's a killer, Foxina. He killed 
four children, younger and older than you. I don't. He's killed four times. I don't think he'll hesitate to kill another child and a fully grown adult. Dad, what is Delilah? Look behind you. Nate looked behind him and saw Dusty with a knife in his hand with a evil grin on his face. Now, Nate, I told you what would happen if you told her. See, I came in here originally to ask if she wanted me to bake her some cookies. Now it looks like cookies are off the menu. And you two have taken their place. With that, Dusty stabbed Nick. Then he turned his eyes towards Delilah. Delilah, want some? No, you're evil! Sorry, Delilah. And with that, Dusty stabbed Delilah and killed her. Nick and Delilah's souls went to join the children's. Dusty couldn't believe what he'd done. What have I done? Maybe this is my calling. To be the best killer in these twisted stories. And Dusty went back to the pizzeria. Back in the parts and service room. Well then, let's forget this whole incident. Let's see. I know that Wolfie and Chelsea's little disagreement isn't going too well. <laughs> if I can make her mad at Foxina and make her my bride, then Teresa will come back to life. And then I'll finally have a companion. <laughs> Finally. But before I go back, I need to make one last visit. Dusty went over to Nick to Nick's house and killed Nick. Then he grabbed Clover, who was there. As she was powered down and took her back to the pizzeria. He killed the human manager on duty that day, took the badge and jacket from the manager, put it on Clover, and led manager at the desk and placed Clover on the chair. Clover was the new manager. She had to do the bills now. Dusty couldn't help but smile at all he'd done. Then he went back into the parts and service room to wait and watch. Nate cried out in searing pain when he found his son was dead. 
And with that, he made a funeral arrangements. They buried him next to Nick. I mean, Nate and Delilah. Mike's brother. Nate. And his niece was Delilah. After that, he went back to be the night guard at Foxy and his fantastic pizza world. Even though at that point in time it was closed, but they didn't night guard anyway. To make sure a looter and thief didn't break in while they remodeled. He went to Foxing and hugged her. Mom. Mom. It's okay. It's okay. She already guessed what happened. She saw the funeral that was on TV, a mysterious death. She comforted Nate. I mean, Mike, by hugging and holding him close. Wolfie, Chelsea, and Dustin all tried to help him. Dustin played a nice, calm, and happy tune on his guitar trying to cheer him up. Teresa, I mean, Chelsea, tried to feed him pizza and popcorn and technically every treat that the pizzeria had to offer. And Dusty, I mean Wolfie, sorry. Wolfie got him every single soft drink and frosty delights from every machine in the pizzeria. And laid all the cups in front of him so he could drink his fill. And have all the nice sugary delights. And then, when he was about to eat, after he let go of Foxina, Foxina went over to the TV, put in a DVD, and turned it on. The DVD was pretty interesting. What was the name of the DVD, you might be asking? It was the first edition of Star Fox, The Full Adventures, The Full Things, where it all began and where it still continues. After the movie was over, they turned on a line of Wolf Brothers, Podcast, Freaky Folklore, Darkness Prevails, and of course, Moonlight Madness. And they listened to them for hours and hours. Eventually, Mike cheered up a little bit, but it didn't erase the pain. But it helped to know that he had a family and friends that loved him dearly. Unfortunately, though. It didn't last too long. 
because after that, Chelsea and Wolfie broke up. And Foxina and Wolfie got together, which was pretty cool. But Chelsea didn't think so. But he knew that it, at the end, it would all come back like it used to be. Only this time, Foxina and Wolfie would be together. Mother and father. What do I mean? Well, I made a few videos that I told in the past called Fright Night. The story I knew, and originally when I made the story, it was a prequel. Oh wait, hold on. I forgot to say, the end. There we go. The end. Now was Delilah and Dusty. Full series. Now, originally, it was a trilogy, but I'm like, you know what? I'll just put on one big blow. And, uh, you all may be wondering, so... Quick question, bro. Um, out of curiosity... You know, nothing really important, just I just want to know, out of curiosity. Um... I thought this was a sequel to Fright Night, the third in the trilogy. Well, it is, in a sense. It was originally, after took place after the Fright Night, but um, at the end of the original story, Dusty died, which kind of marked the end, and all the animatronics were melted down and destroyed in the original story. So, I'm like, yeah, you know what? On second thought, let's make this the Foxina stories can continue and not put stories in between the in between uh, Dustin Delilah and the Bite of Eighty Seven because all the stories I told you took place in between the Bite of Eighty Seven and Dustin Delilah. So, uh, we're just gonna say that the original story is a. Uh, it's like a fan fiction or whatever. Uh, I'm sorry. This is weird. Was a fiction or whatever. I don't know. Not canon. But this Dustin Delilah can be canon. Honestly, I don't want to kill Delilah off. I have looked in every possible way not to kill Delilah. And the only way I can see of doing that is like Nick found out, they drove off. Dusty was really angry. He swore one day he'd find Delilah. He went back to the pizzeria and same o same o. But I thought killing Delilah would kind of, you know, ruin his oh I want to be a good guy kind of personnel, and make it better for when he actually forced Foxina to marry him. Kind of like my way or I'll destroy everyone you love kind of mood after that so. That and if it Billy Bob Bakerman, aka Dusty, aka Billy Bob Bakerman, was shoved into Dusty and his soul now remains in Dusty forever kind of theme I was going for. So, yeah, I thought that'd be awesome. Shout out to Wolf Brothers, uh, aka my brother, my buddy Landon. Uh, on the account that uh, me and him actually agreed to do this together. Well, not really together, but like. He actually inspired me to doing this video, and that actually was really cool that he would say that. So, yeah, shout out to him. Big shout out to him, actually. Uh, shout out to Luna. I 
I think Clover was a amazing, let me repeat, amazing, exclamation mark, ad, one to Dusty and Delilah. I think that, that was a really good choice. If it wasn't for her, I would never have thought of Clover. I said she was a fox. I hope that was right, because I know uh, you're, you're uh, I think you said fox. I know your uh, fandom, your furry, is a wolf, as is mine. Well, mine's fox and wolf. Mostly wolf, but... Yeah, so I hoped I got that right. Let's see. Okay. Secondly, uh... Um, shout out to Blue Cauldron, as always. Hey, oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Look up Blue Cauldron... If you're trying to look up, like, what video, they're, like, they animate cats and stuff. So, uh, one video I would shout out to you is, uh, uh, Blue Collar Dan, Bus Driver, uh, Blue Collar Dan, My Pregnancy, Blue Collar Dan, uh, I'm trying to remember that one. They were like, uh, hold on. So, so, so. Ah, what was that one called? Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Uh, you could just type in, uh, what the heck? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, Blue Color Den, I just can't wait to be a nurse, to be a nurse. That was, um, with Alicia and her friend Lola. At least I assume it was Lola. I know Lola was to be a nurse, and she trained, and that was Alicia's roommate, and... It sounds like they're roommates, too, so. Yeah, Alicia and Lola's I Just Can't Wait to Be a Nurse. It's to the Lion King version of I Just Can't Wait to Be King. I'll admit, uh, they didn't sound too good, but I think they're just trying to be funny, and they're laughing a lot doing it, so. Um, it was actually really entertaining. I actually recorded it. It's, after you listen to it for a while, in my opinion, it'll get a little catchy. They used some auto-tune, so it wasn't as bad as me singing, so, yeah. Anyway, thank you all for watching this video. If you liked it, please press the like button in the face. Live us! As always, high fives all around. Thank you so, 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 so much for watching. And if you liked this video, please leave a like and subscribe. That would be greatly appreciated. And if you want to join, if you want to be part of the best team in the entire podcast world, remember to join Moonlight Warriors, the best team on all of podcasting. Thank you for watching, everyone. I'll see you all next time in the next video. And if you want more videos from me, do not worry, because I'm going to call it the Fiction Addiction. And of course, everyone, by now you should remember to look into the shadows, because this world is a strange one. Thank you everyone for watching and good night. night.